Looking for a sparkling clean bathroom without so much hassle? Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner is here to revolutionize your cleaning future. Just spray today, rinse tomorrow, and voila! Enjoy a sparkling clean shower and tub without any scrubbing. It's the secret to a hassle-free, clean bathroom that many are discovering. With over 33,000 five-star reviews, Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner has proven its effectiveness on shower glass, fixtures, tiles, and more, ensuring everything shines with minimal effort. This product has gained a loyal following thanks to its once-a-week application that makes it a standout in the cleaning aisle. Join the ranks of satisfied users who enjoy more me time and less clean time with Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner, available at Amazon, Lowe's, Menards, Home Depot, and Ace Hardware. It's the perfect choice for anyone wanting to simplify their cleaning routine. Don't miss out on a chance to transform your bathroom cleaning with just one application a week. Pick up a bottle of Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner today and join the thousands who've already made the switch to effortless clean. The best part of spring cleaning is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless and then Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data, unlimited talk and text, delivered on the nation's largest 5G network, Use your own phone and any Mint Mobile plan and bring your own phone number along with your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. My team here, they're on Mint Mobile and they like it. For a fraction of the cost, Mint Mobile proves to have excellent coverage with no drop calls or unsent texts. Plus, they make it super easy for me to activate my device just by following a few simple steps online. And bam, done. To get this new customer offer and the new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash literally. That's mintmobile.com slash literally. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash literally. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey, breaker, breaker. We got a convoy and leading it is the big rig himself. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You look great. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's Literally. Um, I'm so happy to have my buddy, Rob Riggle, um, the big rig, um, as I like to call him. I mean, he's, you know, he's been in everything that you've ever loved, whether it's uh, Step Brothers, The Hangover, 21 Jump Street, The Daily Show. You know, he played Colonel Sanders in the commercials. I mean, who doesn't love those? Um, and he's just a great guy. He's a Midwestern dude like me. Uh, he's a big Kansas City. Yeah, there aren't many Midwesterners. Well, actually, there are a lot of Midwesterners in Hollywood, and we kind of stick together. And um, we kind of, we have a secret handshake. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Midwesterners for life. Yo. Um, so let's get it down. Rob Riggle. 
you look like you're ready to kick some ass. <laughs> it's the it's the growth. It makes me look like a, a roughneck, I guess. No, no. The the secret of the growth is it it it, it enhances your cheekbones. Oh, I like right? that. That's that's and we're all looking for that. Oh, who isn't? Yeah, and. And, you know, the thing is, with a little bit of growth, it makes your chin proud. I've got a, a pretty sub substantive chin. So if I grow a beard, I look like, um, I know, do you remember the puppet Wayland Flowers and Madam? Do you remember the ventriloquist <laughs> doll? Yes. Where the fun, yeah, where with the, that where big, the chin, cleft, big, huge. And that chin, yeah, yeah that's what I look like. Yeah. Google Wayland Flowers and Madam, <laughs> and that's what my chin looks like if I have a... If I have a beard, what's up, brother? How's your How's your New Year going? It's going great so far. No complaints. Uh, I, I've had a nice week off of doing nothing but everything I want to do, which is so rare. Uh, reading the books I want to read, chilling out, watching football, falling asleep on the couch with no guilt. It's, it's been awesome. Oh, it's so good. The couch sleep. Mike Myers says one one half an hour couch sleep is worth one day of bed sleep. <laughs> There's something about it. Yeah, especially in a, in a and I, we were, I mentioned to this, it was a Haagen-Dazs uh, stupor as well. Oh, we were in a Haagen-Dazs stupor? I'm in day two of of completely cutting desserts. What? Dude, why would you Why would you set yourself up for failure like that? That's dessert cut off for a year? But here's the thing. Look, I am totally like, you know, recovering alcoholic addict, and I know... When I'm, when I've bottomed out on something, the only way for me is draconian. <laughs> Got it. Uh, moves. Yeah. You know, like I'm not a guy who can dabble <laughs> my little pinky or big toe into the pool here and there. So, um, and the other thing about sugar, as you know, is is it's the gnarliest, most addictive. It's more addictive than heroin. Honestly, it's so funny you're saying all this stuff because one of the things I have been really looking at and reading and all the people, all these wise sages out there and motivational speakers or personal mm -hmm. growth people that I listen to, uh, they've been hitting really hard on sugar, sugar, sugar. And what? And, and when I read about it, it is unbelievable how bad it is and the quantities that I eat, especially. And that yeah. and and now I've, I've gone, instead of just streeting straight out of the Haagen-Dazs pint, which I'm pretty good at. Um, I've now I make I make chocolate shakes, which you know forget about it. It's like I've really done it to myself now. Ice cream is my downfall, and I can get to the point where I I look like I'm in my second trimester with a Haagen Dazs baby. I, I I will proudly. I mean, I do a good job of 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 hiding it, but I'll be like the names at least need to be makes sense like i would do dutch dutch or german yeah, yeah and you could you could do uh you could do um what's what swenson's mm -hmm. was a good one so oh, um man you're bringing back some great references what's the one feral remember feral's i do remember feral's i remember swenson's though not many people remember swenson's that must that's a midwest thing maybe that, yeah i'm gonna go with swenson feral low <sighs> have you met my son Swenson Farrell Low ice cream baby. It sounds amazing. It wouldn't last long. I'll be honest. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> You'd be that big bear, Rob Riggle, just come in like a fuck, like a grizzly that I know you to be. <laughs> Has anybody seen Swenson? Uh, yeah, no, Rob ate him. Yeah, classic Riggle. Um, were you? I heard you were voted most humorous in high school. Is it? And is that true? It is true. Well, here's my favorite. 
is the phrase most humorous. <laughs> not most hilarious. Yeah. Not class clown. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't take that title. It's clear that there's a whole sector of people, I play golf with a lot of them, where they enjoy comedy as much as the next person, but to them it's the most foreign. It would be like me talking about cold fission. They talk about it like this, this unknowable, uh-huh. mysterious, and the, the notion of most humorous yeah. tells me it was those types of people. Yeah. He's really, have you met Rob Riggle? He is very humorous. He really enjoys the humor. The humorous guy with the, with the yuckety yucks and the crack. Oh, he can, he can, uh, I'm telling you when he does, um, he's got some jokes. Yeah. He's got a really funny walk. Have you seen the funny walk? Show him the funny walk, Rob. And then, you you know, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And then you end up trying to do a funny walk and no one thinks it's funny. And everybody chases you out of the building with rocks and, and bats. It's, it's, it's actually happened. I've always thought you were super funny. I love people say that like other people don't. I don't mean it that way. <laughs> Everybody thinks you're super funny. But my, my favorite thing that we've done together, it has to be when you um, were on my roast at Comedy Central. <laughs> like, how... That was a special Great. night. And I brag about you being the smartest guy in the world. Because uh, you you I th- you put um well, I draw Ann Coulter on your on your di- dais. And yes. and that's just the that's just a genius all-time move. It's just so smart. It's smart for a couple of reasons. One was she was such a lightning rod and such an interesting or depending on your perspective, awful choice. Mm-hmm. And the notion that everybody was there to, to knock the crap out of me, but the person they really wanted to knock the crap out of was Ann Coulter. Like, I, look, they, this, make no mistake, I got hammered. People <laughs> hammered me, which is what you're there for, but nothing like she got hammered. Yeah. She, she took the, she, it was a wonderful, like Captain America's shield, took, just took a lot of the sun's rays, uh, took a lot of the heat. But for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think you put together a good group of people because everybody out there uh, loved you. I mean, sincerely had a great appreciation for you. So even though you know they brought the heat, yeah, it was it 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 wasn't an awkward thing at all to me. I just I sat back. I'd never laughed so hard that whole night. I just laughed. I couldn't get enough. I, I couldn't get enough. I'm, I'm telling you, it was one of my favorite nights of my career. That's it really awesome. was. That's so awesome. It was absolutely. I just loved. I mean, who? So we had you. We had Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. We had Jewel. Uh, we had Pete, um, Pete was there. Pete, Pete Davidson. Um, b- before he became the biggest star in the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> you had uh, Spade was hosting. Ma- uh, Ralph Macchio. Yeah, yeah. Nikki Glaser and um, Jimmy Carr. Oh, Jimmy Carr. He's a pistol, dude. Jeez, dude. Jimmy Carr. I, it's hard for me to figure out who was funnier. Yeah. Every and that's thing. Every single person, <laughs> yeah, crushed it. That's what I was saying. Everybody brought it. Everybody brought it. It was fantastic. It is. It remains there. Uh, Comedy Central's most watched, most successful, most replayed roast. Really? Well, I can believe it. I have people come up to me all the time talking about, "Oh my gosh, I love that roast. Oh my gosh, that was so fun." So I, I believe it. It might be the only time that I have bigger numbers than some than than Justin Bieber. <laughs> It might be the only time I'm going to beat the Beebs. Yeah, well, that I have. The, the, take it, take it, and wear it with pride, because that's nobody beats the Beebs. <laughs> <laughs>
do you think it's is it you or is it um <laughs> oh man my my boy from Modern Family Stone Street yeah Stone Street who who's the mayor who's the mayor of Kansas sports more you or Stone Street I, it's me clearly but it's you yeah. but but he has the distinct advantage of living in Kansas City right now. So no way I didn't realize I didn't realize he was living. I there think now. he is. I think he's spending most of his time back there now and uh, doing wonderful things in the community. So he he may be you know making a play for the title. I like when famous people move back to where they're from to become the kings of the area. It's like you know John John Cougar Mellencamp yeah. John Mellencamp. Yes. Um, you know, he's he, like, when you go to Bloomington, you know, he's like, he's the king of Bloomington. Absolutely. You know, Prince, uh, Prince is the king of the, was Minneapolis. the king. He, Prince, ironically, the Prince was actually the king. See how that works? How ironic that was? That is, that's a twist. Most people aren't paying attention. And he pulled it off Who and, and, uh, you know, it's like, uh, Brian Adams up in Vancouver. Yep. Rob Riggle in Kansas City, that kind of stuff. Rob Riggle in Kansas City. You know, there's a whole Robert Robert Redford up in Sundance. You in Cincinnati, perhaps? No, I, that's Ch- that's apparently that Emilio Chad? Estevez. It's Emilio Estevez of all people, apparently. What? No. Yes, apparently Emilio, fellow Brett Packer, um, has packed it up and is living in the over the Rhine, as they call it, which is the kind of Silver Lake district well. of Cincinnati. Good for him, I guess. That's a beautiful city. Yeah, it's a great city. But you, um, yeah, you, you've you got the market cornered. You're kind of loving life there. Um, what do you, the Chiefs all the way this year, you think? Chiefs, Chiefs all the way. Um, uh, I have I have a lot of faith, even though they have lost to the Bengals and the Bills this year. Um, I, I think they, uh, I think they got it. I think they got the magic that it's hard to deny them. People know I, I love football and I take a lot of crap because I wore an NFL hat that didn't have this kind of become a thing. But there, and I realized that was sort of a, a happy accident mistake that became an online sensation. But yeah. the truth of it is that actually is me because I realized like the Rams moved here and I'm like, Rams, 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 Rams. They had a, went to the Super Bowl. Now they suck. And I realized I actually am a it's more about the NFL and the, the, the individual players for me because I grew up without a team, you know. I grew up in Ohio and Dayton. No one was a Bengals fan because they were so bad. The Browns were bad. Then I moved to California, had your heart, my heart broken when the Rams left and the Raiders left. So I became a fan of people in the league. And currently, my man is Joe Burrow. I don't blame you. He's, he's, he's hot to trot. I had him in one of my fantasy leagues this year. Do you play fantasy? I did for a while, and it got to be too much. Yeah, it can be. It can be a lot. It got to be too overwhelming. And I'll tell you the other thing is when the league moved away from the star running back mm. offense yeah. to running back by committee, mm. that's just too much for me. I, I can't manage three running backs on every team. Can't do it. It's a beast. You're a Marine. Um, I love that about you. I'm a big, big supporter of um, our armed forces, as you know. Yes. Um, and there aren't that many people out of i mean it feels like in in hollywood there aren't all there used to be obviously post-world war ii because everybody served right um but there aren't a ton of uh, guys and gals really um coming out of the armed forces going <laughs> well actually it makes perfect sense you're you're under pinned down under fire in afghanistan and you say you know what when i get out of here i want to be an actor <laughs> i don't think that happens to most people i think there is the, it, you know i i do uh, i work with this group called the veterans in film and television and, oh, uh, I didn't know there was such a thing. That's amazing. Yeah, we actually meet over at the American Legion, post-43, right there by the Hollywood Bowl. 
and uh, no way. yeah, down in that little, they have a nice bar. I know exactly there. where it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and they, they do, you know, I'm, I'm seeing more and more people, veterans wanting to get into show business in all kinds of ways, whether it's, they want to be DPs, they want to be directors, producers, yeah. writers, actors, whatever it is, but they, they are starting to show an interest and you're, and there's this, this, uh, movement. And so this group, you know, gets together and they, you know, say, Hey, there's a project cabin in here. Hey, they're looking for they're casting here. They're doing that. They're doing this. Um, and so you're seeing more and more of that, which is, which is really good. Um, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I agree. It, it used to be, uh, you used to see it all the time. I mean, Charles Durning and Lee Marvin, Lee Marvin. Uh, and you, I mean, you go down Captain Kangaroo, you know, there's a whole list of, yeah, I don't know, but, um, yeah, you don't see it as much um, because a life in the arts, as you know, uh, you know it's a it's a difficult life. <laughs> it's not it's not easy. It's and and it, and it tests your tests your determination and and are you willing to stay in and and deal with it because it takes about about give or take about ten years to get a break, and that's just to get an opportunity. Uh, and that's 10 years of grinding, 10 years of nose, 10 years of not you, 10 years of, uh, you know, uh, just eating it um, and, uh, and multiple jobs. And, you know, so it, it's a very it's, it's interesting. It's almost like a built in um, filter. It has a the life in the arts has a way of filtering out those who aren't really invested. <laughs> People say, should I be an actor? I, and I say, like, if there's any part of you that doesn't want to do it don't be an actor. Yep. Like you should only be an actor if you cannot help yourself. If you can't imagine doing anything else. Yeah. Because yeah. it takes that kind of, it takes that kind of uh, fortitude to weather the storms of all the no's and all the rejections and all the close calls and all the almosts and all those things that, that, that just get hurled at you year after year after year after year. You know, and it's tough too because you watch your peers as they, they climb their corporate ladders and start their families and buy a home. And you're still, you know, they go and, and you see it like over the holidays or whatever. They're like, so what are you doing again? You're, you're trying to be a comedian, you know, and they, you, you, you think you're you trying to be humorous. Get, yeah. You know, are you, are, are, <laughs> hey, hey, Rigo, are you still working on that yeah. humor thing from you're high school? The humorous, the humor. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's it'll break you. It'll break you. Where else can you go surfing and skiing in the same day or check out a world-class art museum and camp out under a brilliant night sky same day or hike through the redwoods and get a luxury spa treatment? There's only one answer, California. No matter where you go across this state, you will find a way to play. I, look, I love California. Um, and I have not yet surfed and skied in the same day, although I do do both. So that is on my bucket list. It's the most beautiful place in the world. Discover why California is the ultimate playground. Head to visitcalifornia.com to start planning your trip today. Hey, listeners, ever have trouble getting someone on the phone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person any time, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. 
So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So I came home to a little gift in my bathroom the other day from our friends at Harry's. To get what you want, you have to challenge the status quo and blaze your own trail. You know who challenged the status quo? Harry's. They saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry and decided they had something better to offer. So instead of charging the same old ridiculous prices, Harry's found a way to make their beautifully designed razors, and they are beautiful, for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. Exceptional products, honest prices. That's Harry's. They have the highest customer satisfaction in shaving history and a no-risk trial. Don't like your shave? No worries. It's on them. Convenient subscription options that you can cancel at any time. And Harry's also has other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors. Richly lathering, skin-softening body wash and scents like Redwood, Wildland, and Stone. And an extra high-quality, amazing-smelling deodorant for just five bucks. I love their stuff. I'm so impressed by Harry's products. All of it. It's all good. Don't settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash rob. That's harrys.com slash rob for a $3 trial set. My my favorite phrase is, uh, have you been in anything that I would know? Oh, God. Well, and then you give you end up giving out your resume to people you don't even like or care about, and you're sitting there going, "It's unbelievable." You know, and they're going, "Have I seen that same question? Have you seen? Have I? Have you done anything?" And you go, "Well, I, I did a bit on Conan where I played a man in the audience, and all of a sudden you're like, why am I having to justify myself?' You know, and you're like, it's unbelievable. Yeah, just go to hell.' <laughs> How about that? No. <laughs> the best is when you uh, when you fall down that rabbit hole, and I I still do it. Yeah. You know, I'll be walking on the beach and. Hey, don't I know you from somewhere? You, you might. Are you? Are you? I'm an actor. Yeah. Whoa, really? Anything I would have known? And the next thing you know, I'm like, no, you. Oh, no, didn't see Animal's Fire. Well, that was in the '80s. Okay, so let me think about the '90s. Did you ever see? Um, uh, how about uh, Austin Powers Two? Did you ever? No. Nope. Okay. Oh, The West Wing. Have you ever seen the one? Nope, never saw. And, and like, I'm like going on and on and on, and I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Why am I? Why am I? Why do I feel compelled to do this? Why do I, to justify? I, I'm in the same boat. It happens all the time, but. I don't know. I also think about people who I have a friend who's a, a veteran character actor, right? That's his his niche, right? He's he'll he'll have, you know, however many lines and something. And that's sort of it. And that's what he does. And does great. He's been doing it forever. And I'm sure he goes through it. And they say, have you ever been in anything? And he gets to say, like, you ever been anything I might have heard of? And he gets to go, um, Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh. Like, I love having, like, the throwdown. Like, there aren't that many. Yeah. There yeah. aren't. I mean, I, I've been blessed to be in a lot of big stuff. Yeah. But every single one of my quote-unquote big stuff, it's completely conceivable nobody's ever heard of it. For sure. <laughs> but, like, you're like, yeah, um, Avatar. Yeah. Or, right, like, to have one like that would yeah. be nuts. Yeah. It would, that, that's a good one to have. To just drop those and then walk away. It's like a mic drop almost in a way. Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> um, Titanic. Boom. Gone. Yeah. Mic drop. Uh, I, I have to ask you about your, um, I mean, it's been a while, but your Top Gun 2 audition tape for Funny or Die. Yeah. 
<laughs> where you flew in the Blue Angels. Yeah. I, I mean, it begs the question, why did you not get a part in Top Gun 2? You know, it, it cuts like a knife. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Probably because they wanted young and sexy. Uh, and I've only got uh, two of those. That's right. I flew planes. I flew planes in the Marines. I had my pilot's license. But it's no, but it's even it's even more disturbing. I'm, I'm sad to talk about the. This is like the rejection of Hollywood. Here's what we're talking about, people. This is Rob Riggle we're talking to. OK, Rob Riggle, the big rig. <laughs> and he goes out on his own volition and does Top Gun 2 audition tape for Funny or Die, flies with the Blue Angels, passes out on it. I mean, he gives all he has to give. No G-suit. We did a 70-minute flight, did every basic air maneuver. We did flight bombing simulator. We did nape of earth flying. We broke the sound barrier. I mean, I was a soup sandwich by the time we came in for a landing. He did a short field break, loaded up about seven and a half sustained Gs, and I went nighty-night. I gave it, I left it all in the cockpit, man. You left it all in the cockpit, and then they do Top Gun 2, and your phone doesn't ring. And you're like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What the hell? And then... And the crowning insult, <laughs> just when you think, well, yeah. I can kind of understand it. The fighter pilots are not my age. They're not. They're, they're younger. So that's why. Yeah. That's why. It has nothing to do with me or my talent. They go and cast John Hamm. And I, bro, I, I'm sorry, but you're just like a more rugged, taller version than, than the ham sandwich. Yeah, I love John Hammer time. You could be brothers. You guys could literally play brothers. <laughs> God bless you, Rob Lowe. God bless you. And uh, I'm sorry. That was your part, dude. He, that was that was your that was it. That was your 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 target yeah. right there. Just a stone cold, handsome prick. So let's find out who screwed you. Who <laughs> involved? Was it Tom? Was it Cruz? No, it couldn't have been. I've never met. I did meet the man once, and he was incredibly nice to me. So I don't know. He's the best. He was so nice. Yeah. I. I. And I. 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 I kind of interjected myself onto him and he still was nice. So I got nothing but kudos for that guy. I think it's somebody at the studio. Yeah. It's classic studio BS. Yeah. Where they, it's like, it's like, you know what it is? It's like that scene in Goodfellas where you think you're going to get made, Mm. you know, you're, you're Joe Pesci. They bring you into the place. You think you're going to get the part. And then right back there, right in the back of the head, right back there. Famous. Oh no. (laughs) Hey, but speaking of Top Gun too, uh, Maverick, I believe is what they call it. Um, yes. Miles Teller was in that, did a great job, a uh, very nice man. Um, have you seen his show, The Offer? Yes. It's amazing. It's so yep. flipping good. And, and I encourage everybody, I've, everybody, I've been going off about it uh, ever since I saw it, but uh, it's just so good. It's so good. Because that, that reminded me of studios, studios screwing people over and, and watching all that. My yeah. Miles Teller thing is Whiplash. You guys haven't seen Whiplash. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, of all time, all one of my favorite. And he's so good in it. Um, what else here? I want to talk to you about. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I gotta talk to you about your golf game. <laughs> we got to go team up. I'd love to team up with you, man. I just was playing in Hawaii. I play there all the time playing with Mike Weir masters champion. Oh my gosh. The, the great lefty. He's been giving me tips. Um, none of them are working. <laughs> um, but I've gotten to that place in my game where, um, I'm, 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 I'm so busy at the moment that all I can do is go to the driving range. I don't have time to play uh, cause on the, and I'm not a member anywhere yet, you know, so that's not right. It's not right. It's not right. You, I need to pull the trip, but I live in Santa Barbara. You know, I, I, I could, you know, 
you know, a lot of my buddies are down at Bel Air and all that, and I could do it, but I'm just, anyway, enough about my golf game, but I'm probably playing to a 14, 13, something like that right now. You know, I go out there and I'm in the, I'm just solidly in the eighties. If I have a great game, I might like play out of my mind. I could play in the high seventies. And if I have a terrible game, I could play, I could go shoot a 92. So that's sort of where I'm at. Yeah. I, I played at that. I'm, I'm, I'm down to probably a 10 now. But yep. but I played at fourteen for a long 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 time, so I know exactly what you're talking about. You actually are now the most dangerous guy on the golf course because, like you That's said, right. you can go high uh, high seventies to low nineties, which yes. means when you're out there playing playing money, that fourteen handicap can go a long way. It sure can. Mm-hmm. It well, you know, and I want to play in the AT and T, and but I've been invited, but it's always during television season. I can't take a week off to yeah. do that. Are you still filming? Um, Are you doing nine one one still d- down in Texas? Nine one one Lone Star is we're in the middle of our fourth season. Going in, we'll be going into our fifth next. Congratulations! Year. That's awesome, Thanks, man. man. That is so good. Yeah, and then I got a new um, comedy on Netflix. Comes out uh, March twenty ninth with my son oh, John Owen. That's that he, awesome. He and I co created it together. I think I did see that. Yes. I think I saw the ads for it or something. It's called Unstable. We've got to get you on season two. We've got to figure out, think, be thinking about what you want to play. Like, what is, do you have, because I'm going to all my funny friends, you have to have something in your humorous, since high school, when you were the most, hu- you were so humorous. <laughs> what do you, what do you have in your quiver that is so <laughs> out there? I got right off the top of my head, I'm thinking some sort of life coach. Um, that's good. That's, that's yeah. gone. Um, uh, that's probably not right. He's probably got some real bad advice for you. Um, well, here's the thing though. We have, I already have Fred Armisen as my oh, psychiatrist. So okay. But maybe you guys battle, but he's, he's soft sells. I'm, I'm more, I'm more the uh, survivalist type life coach. Yes. We're, we're going to take you guys up in the woods and, uh, and hunt and stalk you guys until you make it back to civilization. Did you learn that from when you were on Running Wild with Bear Grylls? Yes, Bear Grylls. He Grylls can never pronounce his name. Yes, he's a stud. He's he's the real deal, Holyfield man. I like that. Where guy. did you go? I've been blessed to know. I'm like one of two or three guys that's done his show twice. I've done two. I've, I know. Yeah. So the first one was in uh, Iceland, and Ugh. and we were on a glacier, humping about three or four miles over a glacier, uh, sleeping on the ice. It was it was an adventure. We had a, ate a reindeer head. Um, Oof. yeah. Uh, thank God. What part, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on, hang on. What part of the reindeer head? And there's only one thing you need in it as far as I could. Well, three things, yeah. eyeballs or brains. Exactly. And I somehow managed to avoid the eyeball. He held up two pieces. He goes, you want the eyeball or do you want the cheek? And he gave me the cheek? choice. Yeah. I said, cheek, man. So he, cheek. he gave me the cheek and he ate mm. the eyeball. And then the second time we did it, we did it uh, up in the uh, uh, Sierras uh, mountains, um, and uh, we ate, uh, uh, was it maggots? I think it was maggots. Uh, Why would anybody eat a maggot? To survive. And I said, you know what, I'll, I can go three weeks without food, according to everything I've read. So I don't need the maggot, but I did it just to be a good sport. No way. Yeah. Where uh, my son and I caught a marlin this week in Hawaii, and and you nice, know, yeah, and we um, you know, then we go in and sell sell the meat. Like it's we're we're using that fish, mm-hmm. um, and I ate the heart, 
and that was uh, it's a proud Hawaiian tradition. I was about to say that's that's it's got to be a rite of passage there. But you got me beat with. Was it salty? It tasted like super super weird tasting, salty, and sort of iron ish, and more fishy version than um, bizarre sushi. Has your life changed since you? had that i mean have, have are you noticing things do you have superpowers of any kind i'm I'm a little more aggressive i'm not gonna lie did you actually punch a hole into the chest and take it or yeah, that i did not it was I, i'm not good at that kind of thing um tell me about your, your doc oh man plastic earth it's a documentary uh about all the plastics that are going on uh the oh. our, our plastic situation here on earth um and uh, and the effects, which uh, are quite dramatic, you know, I, I kind of stay out of uh, a lot of things. I don't, you know, I, I I'm not. It's not that I'm not aware or that I don't care. It's just that I, I generally uh, do what I can, but I do it uh, quietly. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, but you know, I, I had some people sit down and talk to me that that had really been diving into this, and uh, you know, the plastic uh, situation in our oceans uh, is, is pretty dramatic and it's, it seems to be uh, getting worse. So uh, when I listened to what the, these folks had to say, I appreciated the fact that they just weren't yelling and screaming and trying to dismantle the entire system, but they were working on solutions and, and had bringing up creative ideas for uh, resolving these problems. And so, you know, they were putting together a documentary and I, um, I said, well, that's amazing. And they were kind enough to ask me to, kind of host it and so that's i jumped in and said absolutely i think what i think what they're doing and the message they're sending out is pretty pretty darn good pretty important what's the most surprising takeaway you got when you got sort of immersed in that world just the 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 amount of of plastic that we have in this world and the length of time it takes to decompose um you know you're talking anywhere from 20 to 500 years to to have these plastics decompose and and the the tonnage the sheer tonnage uh every day that is being created and just left and it's just piling and consuming and being pushed out into our waters uh and into our environment um uh it it, it can get in so many ways the micro the microplastics uh even when they're mulched up and when they're twisted around you know they get into the water they get into our water supplies they get into our food supplies and and you know we're we're all still fine. We eat our steaks and our chicken, and we're 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 doing okay. But it's it, it's uh, it's getting worse. It's not getting better, and uh, it's a, something that we need to pay attention to. And I think that there's there's nothing wrong uh, in being prudent and and taking care of your home. I always think that's a good thing. You know, the only thing I ever let interrupt my podcast, my dog. Take a minute now, please. Pet your dog while you learn about Bark, the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Every month, BarkBox designs and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. Every toy is tailored to your pup's size and play style. From squeaky plush toys from BarkBox to ultra-tough, durable ones from Super Chewer. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. Each box is inspired by a new theme and comes with fun surprises for you and your dog. For a limited time, they'll double 
your first box of goodies for free. I love making my dogs happy. Love it. It's my favorite thing in the world. And my dogs are obsessed with their chewable toys. BarkBox offers treats, keep my dogs healthy, and amazing new toys that keep my dogs entertained. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash Rob. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been listening to Literally long enough, you'll know that I am a big believer in getting the help you need. Therapy has been a big, big, big part of my life and something I think we should be all doing as needed, just like checking the oil on your car. I've spoken about this and we all carry around different stressors, big and small. We keep them bottled in and it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get the things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Rob Lowe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Rob Lowe. I love fast cars, but there aren't a ton of high-performance EVs. They're certainly out here there. But when I when I get a chance to get behind the wheel of one, it's I love it. And I was blown away by the Kia EV6 GT. When you get behind the wheel of the Kia, it, it is literally like being in a state-of-the-art rocket ship, but also comfortable. The thing goes from zero to 60 in 3.4 seconds. It is the premium driving experience. And of course, it's an EV. So the climate thanks you. SiriusXM provides access to over 165 channels in the vehicle. Music, sports, news, comedy, yacht rock. Let's go. Little, little steely Dan going in your Kia. Come on now. So check it out today. It is the all-electric Kia EV6 GT. I had a blast checking it out. Believe me, you should do it yourself via kia.com slash EV6. To learn more, that is kia.com slash EV6. Kia, movement that inspires. You were actually in Afghanistan for a while, right? I was. Did, uh, did a couple tours. I made a movie. Actually, there's a movie called 12 Strong. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 12 Strong. And I'm in that movie. And I play Lieutenant Colonel Max Bowers, who, in a, a crazy twist of fate, was my actual commanding officer when I was in Afghanistan. No way. Yeah. So I'm playing my, I'm playing my old boss. How does the universe make that happen? <laughs> I know, right? So where the movie ends, the movie ends when they take Mazari Sharif in uh, northern Afghanistan. That's where the movie ends. Well, about a week after that is when I joined the unit. Um, and so uh, um, I, I served there for a while, came back, served at Central Command during Anaconda, and then went back to Afghanistan in the summer for another uh, extended period of time, and then came back and finished out the fall. So I did a, a, you know my year down at CENTCOM. Uh, and, and deployed twice to Afghanistan. But uh, yeah, very interesting time. Very interesting time. You do a lot of, you, you do a lot of USO stuff, Yeah, right? Yeah, I love it. 
What's the best, what's the most fulfilling fun USO? Is it the Christmas version of it? Is it, right? I feel like that would be the one. That's, you're gonna the, that's do it. the one. I, I was fortunate enough to go on the, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs always does a Christmas tour. And, yeah. and I was fortunate enough to go on one of those. And it was a really fun group. We had a, a really a good group. We had uh, Doug Fister, who's a pitcher for the Nationals at the time. And we had um, Brian Erlacher, middle linebacker yeah, for the Bears. Sure. And uh, uh, Diane Agron, a uh, great actress uh, yeah. who was, uh, I believe she was on Glee at the time. Yep. And uh, uh, there was this uh, unknown actress that, uh, I think she's, I don't know what she's doing now. Meghan Markle. Uh, uh, yeah. Was she, no way. She was not with you. She was on our tour. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. She was on, wait, she was on wait, suits wait, wait. at the time, but she was. See, a- this is, this is, this is the thing about doing a podcast <laughs> is you just keep digging. <laughs> and I'm not saying we haven't had a good podcast. Yeah. We've had a really good podcast, yeah. but you just keep digging. And sometimes you hit the mother load. <laughs> so you mean to tell me that you were in Afghanistan? Yeah with Meghan Markle. Yeah. She was a joy. She was wonderful. She was so nice and everybody loved her. And, and, uh, uh, she was very gracious with everybody. Yeah, no, she was great. And also, and Kelly Pickler, who else was there? Kelly Pickler. I know Kelly Pickler. Yeah. And, uh, and myself. Yeah. So that was it. Was she, did she go to Afghanistan looking for the King of Afghanistan? (laughs) Do you think, do you think that was a research tour? I don't know if she was looking for royalty. I mean, I, I don't know at that time. I don't think it was on. I don't think it was on her radar. I don't know. She seemed very mission focused. It was all about. I, the- listen, I love you. You know I do. <laughs> I think you're one of the great guys in Hollywood. But you are so naive. <laughs> I honestly do believe I am very naive. I really do. No, wait, wait. Just think back. You're on the C one forty seven. Where the hell you're strapped in in the shitty seats? Yeah. You're all flying. You're lined up yeah. instead of in rows. You know, it's like <laughs> you got that awful orange light on inside. Yeah. You got nothing but time. Yeah. Think back. Okay. Just think back to stuff that maybe you didn't really pay much attention to in the moment, but now with the context of time. Yeah. You know she was asking you questions about the aristocracy. <laughs> of Afghanistan. She did. I now that you mentioned, I do maybe she did mention, you know, now I can't remember though. Was she angling for like a layover? I don't know. Now I I will say this. Our tour did take us uh through Afghanistan, uh into Spain, Germany, Turkey, and England. Uh-oh. So and I'm not I'm not saying anything. Did she have a shore leave? Our time on the ground was about 24 hours in England. So I don't and we were we were you know, we were uh, heavily engaged that entire time. So I, I don't think there was any window of opportunity there. England's not that big a country. No. And he's not hard to find. No. And he's probably got like a fast pass. And, and he was in the military. Uh, so there's like a synergistic. Mm-hmm. He would have every reason to be on a base, wouldn't he? And every reason to want to host an American contingent. Mm. Of the military around Christmas. Yep. This is around Christmas. He's doing his princely duty. Man, you're starting to make a lot of sense, man. I think we've cracked it. Well, now you know the origin. Everybody needs an origin story on this stuff. So 
There it is, bro. And listen, I think this is just as believable as her version, which is I'd never heard of him. I didn't know who he was. I think ours is more believable. She should have come to us. Yeah. We would have sorted it out. So easily. Never heard of Prince Never heard of Prince Harry. Did, she, did she say that? She said she'd never heard of him? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I think she did. That's hard. I'm, I'm pretty sure she I'm pretty sure she did. <laughs> but it's so interesting. So the the Daily Show, um, which you were fantastic on in in its best iteration is now looking for a new host. All that. i still, the phone has a ring. So whoever's at that studio is still, you know, got me in the crosshairs. From Top Gun to dial this. I mean, what's the hell? Listen, again, this is like, listen, let's learn our lessons from the past. <laughs> we are doomed to repeat ourselves as a civilization if we don't learn the lessons of the past. I agree. Studying history. I'm a history buff. You know this. I know that about you. So let's not let... The same thing that happened to you with Top Gun too happened to you with The Daily Show. Yes. How can we be, and how can I help? How can we be more proactive to get Big Rig into the big chair behind the desk at The Daily Show? Well, I know, and I don't know for a fact, but I have a really good feeling that you have a red phone that goes to almost mm. any studio or network uh, in Hollywood. And, I do have a red phone. And if you wouldn't mind, Maybe just pick up the red phone. Tell me who to call. <laughs> just tell me what studio it, it is. It's, it's Comedy Central, right? It's got to be. Oh, Comedy Central. Bro, I'm a made man there. <laughs> a made man because of my roast. What would they have to show on Labor Day every every year? That's right. If they didn't reshow that roast. So use the red phone. That's the only way it's going to happen. Um, okay. Otherwise, I think that's it. I think I'm out of contention. I love it. And Carell, he's out. He's He's... We don't need to worry about him, do you? Because no, he, no, he could no. be he's, lurking. Yeah, no, he's he's uh, he's big time movies. He doesn't he doesn't uh, he doesn't play. He's not going back to basic cable. No, 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 no. Um, so no, I wouldn't I wouldn't count on that. Um, um, I don't know. I mean, you know, it, it, I, I, and when I say I don't know, clearly, you know, I know, you know, I know. You don't know. You 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 know. <laughs> you don't know is why the phone hasn't rang. That's what you don't know. That's what I don't know. And I haven't changed my number. In 20 years. I still have a Kansas City number. Well, I was going to say, first episode, Patrick Mahomes and me. Come on. God. I'll do it. I'm there. Okay. Then then it's done. Consider that done. God bless America. This stuff writes itself. Like it's how you and I aren't producing almost 90% of the content in Hollywood beyond me. Well, and, the, and, and solving mysteries. Rig, big rig. When are, so when are we going to golf? Let's uh, let's figure this. Let's figure it out. I'm close to you. Just oh, great. I'm, I'm you're on my commute. Yeah, drop off. We'll, we'll we'll swing up. There's all kinds of great clubs around here. All kinds of courses. Yeah, there really are. So you, you, that's that's a mecca. That area. You got tons of tons of stuff. A lot of good golf out here. It's suburbs, man. Suburb living. That's where the humor is. So if you want to be humorous. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, I love my big rig. He's such a good dude. Um, so I'm off. I got a lot to do today. I have, um, I'm going to look for another Marlin, you know, have another heart. I'd like to eat a Marlin heart again today. You know, it's, we're getting close to uh, Valentine's day and you know, I want to be ready. So you got questions. I got answers. Let's hit the lowdown line. Hello. You've reached literally in our lowdown line where you can get the lowdown on all things about me, Rob Lowe, 323-570-4551. So have at it. Here's the beep. Hey, Rob, this is Matt 
from upstate New York. Love the podcast. Love, love Parks and Rec. I've watched all the seasons probably three times. My question for you is we just got through watching uh, The Lost Boys, and Corey Haynes' character has a saucy poster <laughs> of you in his bedroom. Uh, just wondering if you knew that and what kind of, like, the legal ramifications of that is. Do you get, like, some sort of kickback on that or or what? Uh, just curious. Just thought it was kind of an interesting, different question. Have a good one. <laughs> uh, thanks, brother. I sued the shit out of Mr. Haim and the Warner Brothers people. Um, no, I remember, by the way, how weird is that? It's super weird. He, Corey's, by the way, I loved Corey Haim. He was such a great actor. He's like this regular kid and he opens up his, his closet. I, by the way, I think the fact that it's a closet and not a locker probably tells you all you need to know about the character. But I, but they, you know, they called me, Joel Schumacher uh, directed it, who directed St. Elmo's Fire. I always had my suspicions that for whatever reason, they either didn't want me or I was unavailable or too expensive, but I was sort of in their minds. So that's why they made Jason Patrick look exactly like me in St. Elmo's Fire, by the way. Exactly. And then they put my poster in the movie, but they asked me, um, was I okay with it? And I was totally okay with it. Um, but yes, um, that's that's the story about my poster on, on Lost Boys and Jason Patrick ripping ripping off my look. And I constantly make nothing, nothing from that. <laughs> Thanks for the question. <sighs> I'm off to find a Marl Hart. Anyway, I love y'all, y'all. Thanks for listening. Um, I'll see you next week on Literally. You've been listening to Literally with Rob Lowe, produced by me, Rob Schulte with help from associate producer Sarah Bagar. Our research is done by Alyssa Grahl. The podcast is executive produced by Rob Lowe for Low Profile, Adam Sachs, Jeff Ross, and Joanna Solitaroff at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Stitcher. All of the music on this podcast was composed by Devin Bryant. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Literally with Rob Lowe. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30.